0: Hey, hey, welcome to Pretty Corrupt Podcast, your inside guide to celebrity scandals and the reality of reality TV. I'm Jordan Ross Myers, the man behind Twitter's notorious Don Gunvilson and Lee Radswell, along with my co-hosts, Stacey Noel-Connor and Nate Safer. This week, we're taking you inside LA Power Restaurants in the game to score a power table. TMZ finally getting a celebrity death announcement? Wrong. Brian Johnson, that creepy blood swapping billionaire who wants to live forever, and over on Bravo, the hypocrisy of Bethany's all star lawyer in her union battle, being accused of labor exploitation himself.
1: Ahoy! Greetings and salutations.
2: It's a great day. It's a it, great. It's a great, great day.
1: It's so good. It's so good. I sound
2: super excited, don't totally, <laughs> I? Totally. Totally. Dial it to back. Dial ladder. it back. You're yeah. a
1: little too crazy. I know. Should I', I, join I a cult? Mm.
2: Well, I've I've been told that I can neither confirm nor deny that. So, you know, but but have you heard? Have you heard the about the blessings of <laughs> veganism?
0: <laughs> Just oh God! Go on.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna probably piss off some people by saying that.
0: <laughs> yeah. There are no blessings in a life without like cheese and stuff. So
2: I'm eat whatever you want to sure. eat, people. I don't care. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're all gonna die at some point. Oh. <laughs> wow. Well we are. It's true. <laughs> like we're just supposed listen- to this is what I say. We sh- and and I well, I say it, but I don't really live it actually most of the time. That we should just live and have fun, because it's gonna be over at some point. So like, you know. Like,
0: yeah. I think the way technology is advancing eventually we're gonna hit a point where you can put a price on like eternity
2: I hope, like, a... I hope
0: it's not I hope it's not <laughs> like Elon Musk who hits the point first but someone's going to be rich enough to live like hundreds of years
2: Well good for them but I think that would suck to yeah. be honest yeah, yeah. with you. I think I've also read too many vampire like books <laughs> so I'm less like oh that just sounds sad.
0: There's also like the technical issue. You don't want uh, this. You don't want the richest people living forever, because you want the richest. (laughs) You want the richest people. The the inheritance. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's of course that's the way you looked at it.
0: (laughs) I mean, think about it. If they're living to three hundred, they have all their money. That means their heirs are dying off one after the other, because they don't have their inheritance to live forever. It's like a It's complicated. I mean, it's true. (laughs) (laughs) Just being practical here. It's true, yeah. I just think Mm. it'd be boring to be
1: 300 years old.
2: Yeah. 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 Anywho, all right, let's move on. (laughs) <laughs> That's enough. That's enough talk. I don't, I took us down a bad road. I'm sorry. Yes, let's, you did. That, let's Thank you. Let's for that. Take, make a U-turn and go back to the sunny sunny road, the nice road, the fun road. Let's have
0: fun. Do anything fun this week?
2: I did actually, though. I did. I went to. Uh, I had dinner at uh, Sunset Tower at Tower Bar with mm. uh Friends of the Pod uh, my friend Alexa was in town along with uh, psychic medium Karen Reese. They've both been on the podcast before so Stay yeah up. so they were in town and I had dinner with them at tower bar It was very very nice. so we had a good time and uh, it was lovely. I'd like to go to like, it's it's great. it's historical it has some ambiance to it. The food is rather overpriced, not going to lie. Uh not necessarily worth the price of it. Like if you want like a really good meal, like I'll, you know, and to see stars, like go to Star. Go to
0: Tommy's. Go to Tommy's. Like Tommy's or go food. to
2: Dantana's, honestly. Like yeah. like that that's some great Italian food and you're guaranteed to see somebody there. But but if like, you uh, But it was but like, was really say, nice.
0: If people aren't uh, Tower Sunset Tower is the hotel where Vanity Fair hosts the Oscar party, so it's a very swanky place. And then the the restaurant Tower Bar, where I haven't been yet, is it a is it? It's like, but it's one of those power places, like Polo Lounge, or mm-hmm. and is it is it at the top of the hotel, like rooftop style?
2: No, no it's actually on the ground floor. Um, really? So, so Sunset Tower is an old Art Deco hotel. It's one of, mm-hmm. it's an old landmark too. Like it's mm-hmm. kind of one of those things where if you see old pictures of sunset, the sunset strip, you can see the tower bar. It's been there since uh, 1931. And, mm-hmm. uh, it, so tower bar, you come in and you actually, it's <laughs> like, if you go to check in, you actually could like check into the hotel. You could check into the tower bar before you could check into the hotel. Cause like, that's mm. like how it's kind of right there. But the tower bar is it's nice. It's swanky, um, and it's it's to the like if you're coming, in, it's like kind of to the left. However, they also there's the terrace room as well, and so they'll seat people both places. And I would say like that night we got sat in the terrace room, which is a little bit more open. It's open to the pool side. We had a nice breeze coming in. Mm-hmm. There were a little bit more people. There was some live music there. Whereas like the Tower Bar, I think we got sat in the terrace room, A, because we weren't dressed as fancy, but like, I don't give a fuck. Um, and, but I was kind of glad we were over there because it felt less stuffy and there was more energy in that room, in the, in the terrace room, which was nice.
0: Because I know like this, uh, Tower Bar, it's a lot, uh, it's scene, but it's not just celebrities. It's, like network power players Mm -hmm. this is where you see like the big wigs on the business side of entertainment like doing deals so it's like heavy hitters you know
2: Mm -hmm. yeah definitely and it and it like it just also i mean i've been there before and even eaten on the kind of like swankier side before and then i've eaten on the terrace room side. So I've, I've eaten both places and that's why I was like, actually kind of glad we were on the terrace room. I was like, Oh, this just feels a little bit more relaxed, at least for the relationship that we have and the people that we are. Um, I mean, I would have loved for Alexa and Karen to have seen somebody. I had my back to most of the room, the way where we were sat was kind of, it wasn't a big booth. There was like kind of a banquette on one side and then chairs mm-hmm. on the other. And so I let them sit at the banquette so that they could see out and see the entire room. And so I just faced them. I could see a little bit of like the terrace if I looked off to my left, but I could not see as much as
0: that. That's like the nice thing to do for people out of town mm-hmm. is let them mm-hmm. have, there's a whole game to seating in restaurants like this. But um, if you're with someone out of town, they're there, sorry. They're there, especially if you've um if you've been there before. They want, you know, give them the experience. It's all about where you're seated, who you can see, and also who can see you. Mm-hmm. Like, while everyone, while like if the three of us went to, went
2: to dinner, I would make sure that I was sat in the best place because, A, I'm the best looking of us, and so <laughs> we need to, like, bring that attention here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I I always request this table by the bathroom just for the – I love (laughs) the people watch, you know.
0: (laughs) You know what (laughs) I do? It's a little um, (laughs) – another one of my fun little tricks, if you're calling to make a reservation at one of these places like Tower Bar, Polo Lounge, wherever, where these power dynamics are really important, call as your own assistant. Uh-huh. i've done that i've called from the office of jordan ross myers <laughs> and in a casual way like that you assume they know who you're talking about because then they don't want to piss you off if you're important
1: in, i love in case that i need to use important. that <laughs> yeah it's pretty it's pretty it's a good idea
0: yeah it is it's a good but I mean yeah because you especially if you're going and paying and getting dressed up and stuff you want because there are like where you sit is so important it really is like I've been to some of these places with like those people and you think they don't care they do they notice Mm -hmm. and they notice where everyone else is sitting and they notice who can see them it's a real thing Mm -hmm. I love it those are the kind of games I live for you know quietly observing
2: So a few, many years ago, when I worked at South Beverly Grill, which is in Beverly Hills, um, and you get, especially at lunchtime, like dinner can be a power player place, but lunchtime is a huge power player place because you've got people from WME coming over, um, Abrams uh, Paradigm, like a lot of like really big agencies, they come for lunch. And so there was one time, it was right as I began, like they, they will, they will see. People at certain tables. There are certain tables to see and be seen. There are certain tables for power players that are a little bit more hidden because there aren't any private rooms there. Um, mm. So it all just kind of depends on on who they are, who they know. But and as you work your way up, as you become better as a better server, and you've been there longer, your seniority, you get better sections. I was down. I was I, I was finally like working lunch shifts on my own, and I'd only probably like. Two or three weeks, and I had a table. It's near the front, so it's not the best table. There's two guys; they're waiting for a third guy to join them, and they're fun. They're ordering margaritas at lunch, so they're having a good time. I have no idea who these men are, and I'll be honest with you: half the time, you don't know who the power players are. Like until mm-hmm. like you know, because you don't know who an agent is necessarily, and there's so many of them, you don't know who all these studio execs are unless they're like huge and they and you're told by the by the um, the host, you know, oh, this is, you know, Kathleen Kennedy or Frank Marshall or somebody like that. So, but then after getting them appetizers and margaritas, all of a sudden I come back, I see the third person's there. I can see the back of his bald head. And I was like, and I go up there and mm-hmm. I come around, I come around the way, oh, it's Bruce Willis. And oh. so because Bruce wasn't there when they came in, they didn't give them as nice of a table um. and because now it's packed at lunch because we have such a, they they couldn't necessarily move him so then Bruce gave this like really weird order, which uh, I'll be honest with you. A lot of celebrities give very weird orders, Mm -hmm. but usually it's because they like want to keep it very low. Like Tim Tebow would come in there all the time and he would just basically order spinach with the rotisserie chicken, just plain. And that was it. Like he basically ordered this type of salad. and He was like, without this, without this, without this, without this.
0: I have like, um, I have. So I have a theory about that with these restaurants. Like you were saying, the food's not always the greatest, but it's like expensive and celebrities flock there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's because, like you said, the food's not always that special. But I think like you said, it's because they cater to rich people. They cater to their weird Hollywood diet. So mm-hmm. you can customize mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Take the lobster enchiladas, but make them tacos but without tortillas on a, mm-hmm. it ends up becoming mm-hmm. a piece of lettuce and a nugget of fish. I mean, but they'll tolerate it.
2: Yeah, I will say this South Beverly grill is a little bit of the opposite. The food is actually very, very good. Mm -hmm. It's a Hillstone restaurant. They won't do too many modifications on certain things. A salad is one thing. A salad is very easy to take stuff away, but a lot Mm -hmm. of stuff, there's certain things. There's like one dish. They're like, this is a composed dish. We won't change anything. And I was like, I want to kill myself when somebody has to change that. Anyway, back to Bruce Willis. So, basically my general manager, I put in the order and he doesn't trust me because I'm new. And so he comes up to Bruce Willis to confirm the order. And he's also wearing, cause a lot of times like, cause they're expoing, he's wearing like a chef's coat. And so I come back around to make sure everything's okay. And they're like, yeah, the chef came up to make sure like that that was the order. I go, oh yeah, it's cause I'm new and they don't trust me to get things right. <laughs> and they just started laughing. I mean, It was one of the largest tips I've ever gotten, which was great, especially at the beginning because you're not making that much money. And so because I just was like, I made a couple of jokes about like not knowing who Bruce Willis was. And even though I clearly knew who he was and just like about the whole situation. But that, you know, they didn't trust me because they didn't know who it was. But it definitely was one of those things where if they knew Bruce Willis was a part of this party, he would not have been in my section. So,
0: oh, yeah, yeah, because you're right. Yeah. I mean honestly it is up to whoever made the reservation cuz another th- thing I do is mention if well everyone's more important than me if I'm going to one of these places <laughs> so um I mention who will be there if I'm not posing as my own assistant I'll be like in the you know and this is whatever will be mm-hmm. joining us just uh, they should but maybe those people were so secure and powerful themselves. They didn't think to have the name drop to fill the void. So
2: (laughs) yeah, I don't think either of these guys, I don't know exactly who they were. I don't know if they were anybody powerful in the business or if they were maybe just his friends who just like, Mm. we don't care. We're just here. Like they just did not give a shit. So, which was great. It was really refreshing. It was, it was a nice lunch. Like, that's why, like, I feel bad that, you know, that, that uh, Bruce Willis has that aphasia because he's a very nice man like him and like he's surrounded with nice people. Also, I will say this, Demi Moore would come in there a lot too. And she, and she was very nice. She was very kind of quiet into herself, but she was also very, very nice. So Mm. that's a place where if you want to see famous people go to South Beverly Grill, you will, See somebody. There's some nights where it's packed with famous people, and you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" But definitely around Academy Awards time, that is the place. Around award season, that is a place to go because there will be a lot of celebrities there.
0: Hmm.
1: I think the ultimate power move, though, is to to do the private room, like for a celebrity, but not like at Craig's, where they're J Lo sneaking in the back door and going to a private room. You, it's a private room that you have to go through the entire restaurant, so everybody sees you. But then you, you go into this room and you don't have to deal with poor people again. Yeah. <laughs> like um, so a couple like years ago. Kardashian style. <laughs> yes. I went to, uh, I brought, my sister was visiting and I took her to catch, catch LA. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I don't know if you guys been there, um, but it's, it's it's on the top, you know, top, top level or top floor of a, of sort of a high rise, but it's, it's open air. So like at night it gets super dark in there. Like you can't see shit like to the point where I needed a flashlight to see the menu, like, cause I'm an old man. Um, but when, before the sun goes down because it's open air, it's very bright. So you can see everything. And I took my sister there, like when it was bright and, um, she was she just wanted to see a celebrity so badly, like did the banquette thing where it let her mm-hmm. sit out, and she was she and there was this table of younger girls next to us that also went to see celebrities and they the my sister and these two girls were convinced that Victoria Beckham was sitting three seats down from us at a banquette mm. like they're gonna put yeah. fucking Victoria Beckham at a banquette and I was just like no guys it's it's not it's not her um I'm sorry, it's not her five minutes later, the real Victoria Beckham walked in. And this is like, like I said, sun's still out, so it's very bright. It's almost like we're outdoors. They lead her from front door to a private room, and she walks straight through. And it was like she was walking down a runway. Like, she might as well Mm be glowing. Like, it it was, and see, that's the kind of, that's the entrance you need to make. Like, it would not have been the same if they sat her at, like, a table in the middle of the room. It was like you saw her, and then poof, she's gone
0: oh that that that's a good one. the tables in the middle of the room are not for the most powerful people you the whole thing they do want to be seen but they want to pretend that they don't want to be seen mm-hmm. That's why a, a booth a bank off to the side but in clear sightline is it's all everyone's lying to each other everyone's scamming each other it's all about who yeah anyways Victoria Beckham I'm guessing wouldn't sit in the center, anyways, then people could see her eat or not or not, or not eat. Yeah. <laughs> she, <laughs> eat yeah. her steamed
2: fish and vegetables.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I bet a catch that's really good steamed fish and vegetables. I would not
2: taste the same Over. if there's no yeah, seasoning same. on it. It's
1: a good point. It's
2: a good
0: point. You know who probably lost his good booth at the Beverly Hills at the Polo Lounge or where, I don't know where he eats, Harvey Lovin.
1: I don't think he eats either.
0: I yeah, where I don't know if he eats, where he eats because he like it's so blurry. He's you know among the I imagine walking to a restaurant like those and people would see him and shut down or you know. But um, he's not getting. A, he lost. He stumbled this week. He got duped on a yeah. TMZ death report. Unheard of. Th-
1: there was a time when TMZ. Uh, they would constantly – like they were not a legitimate source of news. They were like uh, you know, it was just tabloidy it was they still do that the the paparazzi at the airport shit, but they became a legit news source at Michael Jackson's death like because mm-hmm. they were the first to report it and people even them were like, um. Do, should we believe this and then they were right And then ever since and now it's the go to Place like we even in our own like private You know our group chat we say like has TMZ reported it yet that's when you know yeah. it's Actually is a when, thing Because they
0: got it like three Three or four hours before it was Confirmed that Michael had died and They mm-hmm. beat everyone Including like CNN, and in that moment, literally a that's when they rose from a Perez Hilton to like more reliable than the major networks. I take yeah. I take what they say as like yeah, fact. Pretty much, they rarely stumble, but this week
1: they did. Yeah, this week they killed a, a teenager.
0: Well, sort of <laughs> killed uh, a teenager.
1: Well, yeah, they were they reported on the the yes, uh, little Tay. Uh, who I'm sure you guys are all familiar with. Uh, She's uh, a big, big time. You should be. Uh, Well, she's not as big as she used to be. Uh, So Lil Tay was a, uh, what I say was, because she's actually not posted anything since 2018. So she is a huge, she was a huge influencer. Um, She was a rapper slash social media personality. And she was known as the world's youngest flexer. So she's 14 now, but back when she was posting, she was like seven, eight, um, six, seven, eight years old. And she was posting essentially like you'd see like huge stars that like take have just wads of cash. Like she'd be like when you see like Takashi six, nine, all his IG posts are just like him had like covering himself in money, just like a total flex. This little Tay would do this as a seven year old, which was kind of adorable. I,
0: I love that. It I've was, seen a couple, yeah. my, my only point of reference for her before this is her videos of her outside a Jaguar.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Toss making it rain piles of cash. And she's like nine years old. Yeah. And she'd, she, she, she would rap and
1: she had just vulgar, vulgar lyrics. And it was just funny because it's from this tiny little eight year old girl. Um, but then she kind of disappeared, um, She went through like a really her parents went through a crazy custody battle because like basically her mom kind of was incur was nudging her into this social media empire. But the dad up in up in Vancouver wanted he wanted her to have nothing to do with it because she's fucking eight years old. Um so she ended up going up there to live with him. And that's why she's been out of spotlight for five years. She's been up in Vancouver. So then out of nowhere, yeah, this week it news started spreading that
0: what? In junior high. Yeah. yeah, She left the spotlight. She she left the seventh grade.
1: She's retired. She's retired. She's a freshman (laughs) in high school. Um, (laughs) Yeah, there there was was news going around that she died coming from her own Instagram account, which was unusual because it had been inactive, not inactive, inactive for five years. So, so P- I think there was a, she had 3.5 million followers. So, uh, and still like she didn't actually lose followers. People just realized that they weren't still fo- like, I think people didn't remember that they were following her in the first place. Cause she hadn't posted for mm. so long. So then this, uh, post comes up talking about how she tragically passed away. It looked official, um, and her and her brother, she has like a teenage brother as well. So people didn't know what to do with it. Um, some places were reporting it. TMZ reported it, and it turned out to be a hoax. Um,
0: T- she T- with TMZ, they didn't just say there were rumors; they posted like an RIP for her.
1: Yeah, that's basically. that was the, all. These other outlets, you're, you could just pass it away as oh, they're just trying to be the first to report it. Like TMZ does yeah. not have a problem not being the first anymore.
0: Yeah, TMZ when they report that you've died, you've died. Like she's basically dead. <laughs> They've since rescinded it, but. Once TMZ says that you're, you know, hard to come back from.
2: (laughs) Maybe this will be the resurrection of her career.
0: That's what people were
1: accusing. They thought that she was claiming that she was hacked. Meta actually said she was, in fact, hacked. They're saying that 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 part was true. But a lot of people, including a former business manager of hers, thought that she was doing this for Cloud. Like this was going to be her big comeback as a fake death hoax.
0: They should start putting on L.A. County death certificates. Cause of death. TMZ reported. Ah, <laughs> yeah. like There's that yeah, other guy though wants to? We were talking about earlier, living forever. That guy, uh, Brian John, the billionaire. That he's. I've seen him all over social media because he's so creepy.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Ugh.
0: yeah, he's this guy who wants to like live forever. He's trying. He's like, how old is he? He's forty-five. 45.
1: He's, he's 45. 45. His goal look, is, is... He says he's going to live to 200, but his goal is to have the body, the physical body of an 18-year-old. Like, he's hoping... He looks, not. He's not hoping to just, like, stop aging and live to 200. He's hoping to reverse the I, aging.
0: The reason I see it so much about him on social media, but two things. Well, he... Creepy photos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Creepy. Like borderline incest like him mm-hmm. his teenage son his older father all embracing like it's, and he also posts like pictures of him like showering like yeah. himself like all kinds of like he's semi erotic yeah. but the, the other thing too is people are always calling him out he thinks it's like what's that dysmorphia body, is it body, body, dysmorphia yeah, yeah. because everyone's like no he looks like 45 he looks forty-five and fit, but mm-hmm. in his mind, he looks like as young and as like sixteen or eighteen-year-old. So it's like a delusion. It's yeah. a, a, possibly mental, illness.
1: and just a little. So he, all these posts and articles keep keep calling him a billionaire. We we don't. He's he sold he he owned a um, a uh, like a a payment processing payment app yeah it was called uh braintree payment solutions and they sold it to paypal because it was like a competitor of paypal so paypal just swallowed it up but paypal bought it for 800 million dollars so in theory he got a good chunk of that probably not all of it i imagine Uh, Mm um but they're calling him a billionaire but still he's very wealthy regardless but and he he allegedly spends two million dollars a year to do all these de-aging procedures that he does his his uh his daily like just a couple of examples of his daily regimen one thing that they kept bringing up is that he goes to bed at 8 30 p.m i'm like so do i like that's not <laughs> that's not a of all the weird shit he does going to bed at 8 30 is not the weird thing
2: yeah no it's not but then but he gets these
1: acid p what
2: oh sorry go ahead
1: Oh, he's gonna say he also gets these like acid peels, like full body acid peels and things like full it, body. It it very much reminds me of like um like um Patrick Bateman in American Psycho. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. like just his skincare mm-hmm. routine is very and this mm-hmm. guy might be an axe murderer, to be honest. He's like well, robotic. Yeah. Like,
2: there's
0: that there's
2: that picture, there's that kind of like incest. Erotic picture of his, his, his son, him and his father. And the thing is, is that he looks like grayish green, whereas mm-hmm. like his son, his son and his father have a normal color. Like, look, Nate and I are incredibly pale. We, and we lean into it. We're okay with yeah, that, but we have right. still normal, like coloring to us. Like this guy, like, I'm like, you look undead. Like you look like you were a vampire. Like you're also swapping mm-hmm. blood with like your, well, that's, your son
1: and your father. That's see like, now the going, the going to bed at 8 30 PM. That's normal. Uh, uh, he also, um, he, he does, um, uh, intermittent fit fasting where he only, he will not eat. like He will only eat between 6 AM and 11 AM,
2: but he only eats one big meal.
1: He, he that that's he eats he one. Said. That's one, what he said. Yeah, he eats one meal and then one what he calls a dessert. And I can I have what the the ingredients of his dessert is. It's disgusting. But basically, he he limits himself to twenty two hundred and fifty uh, calories per day, which actually isn't that terribly unusual. No. That's
0: a lot. Twenty? I no, that's twenty two. Like they. The I mean, whole, it's it, it's a well, the whole two thousand like norm. Well, two thousand.
1: I, I I actually a doctor just told but me. But he's about working this out. Thing. Yeah, that's true. Like 2000 calories a day is such an antiquated thing. Like yeah. when they they consider that
0: the norm, but it's not really. Um I don't want to reveal what I can, what my goal calorie is, but it's less than 22. That's a separate
2: podcast. We'll talk oh. about our caloric intake on a separate his, podcast. So his a, yeah. his
1: his one meal a day um is he he um he he sits down to a super veggie vegan meal. Oh, go back to vegans.
2: Oh, there a vegan we go. Vegan meal
1: of broccoli, Actual. cauliflower, ginger, hemp seeds, dark chocolate, and one tablespoon of his allotted three tablespoons of extra virgin olive oil. So he he what? spreads his those three tablespoons out. But then after his this terrible meal that I just named, <clears> his <throat> indulgent dessert is uh it is it, he refers to it as nutty pudding, which gross. Um, it is a mix of macadamia nuts, walnuts, flaxseed, pomegranate
2: juice, and berries. So those are his, no. that's his dessert. Um, and look, I eat very healthy. Like I'm, I'm a pretty healthy eater and I have like healthy meals delivered to me because I hate cooking and whatever. But like, that's <laughs> just, that's just like, that's just like ridiculous. Well, also, Nate, you're burying the lead too. Oh, I'm getting, that- I'm getting to the weirder stuff. yeah, yeah. Well, Wait, well, yeah, let's but also but, that. but the thing is is that the new the latest thing is the New York Post article saying that like, oh, he's a billionaire, but but that he's finding it hard to date. and it's like, oh, you think
1: because he's a psych- he's think? a psychopath, he's a psychopath
2: right. Like, the, uh, even yeah. even women who i think would be like love who, who would be like you know what elon's not that crazy i'll i'll date him i'll have his kids are creeped out by this guy mm-hmm.
0: this guy you're not allowed to talk to him by the way yeah no that's small talk. well he's, after, the, he's like yeah. a, not
2: much of a conversationalist he says i don't really do small talk and then he He goes to bed early. He wakes up early and he says, I have these four to five hours of concentrated thought where I can think about these really big pictures and try to pull myself out of my situation and just be as sober as possible. I probe myself to deep levels, but you can get knocked off so fast. So somebody saying, how are you? How was your sleep can knock me off. So it's like, oh, okay. Like just buy a sex doll, dude. Just buy a sex doll because yeah. it sounds like you don't want a relationship.
0: You He went into COVID. I, I didn't know this part because I thought he had always been this way. I guess he, honestly, I do see a little, well, a lot. I don't, a point is the guy's a little mentally off, and so I guess he went. To, he said about 2020 is when he became obsessed with this, and he mm-hmm. suffered from like depression. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there were, I don't know if it was suicidal or what. And so I guess he's using his money to chase this fountain of youth. Obviously, to you know, it's like his new.
1: He, he I don't also, know reason for living. He also he um, at the at that time he left the Mormon Church he's actually from Provo Utah which is like does not get much more mormon than Provo Utah that's where BYU is hence um, the pale hence the pale yeah. And, yeah so and he he went from Provo Utah to Venice Beach California which wow that is that mm-hmm. is a that is a shock to the system uh but we've we've com- we've completely glossed over the weirdest thing from his regimen that you hinted at earlier is that he swaps blood with his son um, mm-hmm. he 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 has a 17 year old son. Okay, so you you joked, I think off off camera before we started recording, Jordan, that Brian Johnson is such a boring name. His 17 year old <laughs> son's name is Talmadge. Talmage, T A L M A G E Talmage, Talmage Johnson, which is even funnier because it's such a common last name and a weird ass first name. So yeah, he yeah. swaps blood with his son, and then his seven year old father Richard. They all they called a tri-generational uh, blood swapping where Brian our lead character takes his son's blood and then Brian gives his blood to his seven year-old father I'm not sure if there's a swap where the father gives it to like the grandfather gives it to the son if we're talking like a circle but they swap blood or no I'm sorry they did swap blood but then um he Brian said that he noted he didn't notice any change from swapping blood with his father and son so he stopped I'm, doing it. He stopped. I,
0: I'm, I'm sorry this is out of character for me, but the swapping of bodily fluids in a circular manner between three. <laughs> words,
1: yeah. I'm not it's even like a, a circle. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't, there's so many things wrong with this guy. Uh, so yeah, no, that's
1: why I'm saying we started with 8 p.m. bedtime. Fine with that. Swapping blood with your 17 year old son, Talmadge, that's weird.
2: Mm-hmm. Can we add one more bad thing about this guy too? So apparently an ex-girlfriend of his, so her name was a TV actress named Taryn Southern, alleges in a 2021 um, 2021 lawsuit that that Johnson forced her to accept his philandering lifestyle. So apparently he doesn't have a problem getting laid, but then he kicked her out of his house when she was diagnosed with stage three breast cancer. So he's allowed well, to live forever and use his money, however, but the woman he quote unquote, like loves or is in a relationship with, he kicks her out as soon as she gets sick. She was this is a vibes. Yeah, apparently so. But apparently, apparently she is, uh, she's like, she's trying to extort him or something. And I was just like, oh, shut the fuck up, dude.
1: And another thing that could lead to his odd coloring that you said uh, is that he takes 111 pills per day. Uh, mm. to, to ensure that all his organs are aging in reverse. I take a lot of pills. 111, that's a fuck ton yeah. of pills. Yeah. Uh, so right now he claims that, so he's 45 by law, by his birth certificate, but he claims that his biological age is 36, that he has the skin of a 28-year-old and he the lung, and the lungs and, and fitness of an 18-year-old. No. Uh, none of those yeah. things are true. But it just got me thinking like, what what do we think Jordan's ages are for the lungs and the skin and the everything? Just, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Ninety. Yeah, you're like
1: the reverse Brian Johnson.
0: Yeah, I want the opposite. Like I cause I was just thinking about like God, he made so much money, and he's still pursuing this. I yeah. want that yeah. kind of money so I could fall apart, not work yeah. harder at myself. Well, the co- the comments on these stories
1: are the funniest. Like people keep talking about like their grandparent who lives in Greece or Italy who just eats process who just eats meat and smokes cigars all day, and they live to 110.
2: Yeah, um,
1: and. Like the, the best thing also is that, um, a number of doctors have chimed in on that both on Twitter and the, the, this was reported, um, by, was this one, the post, this is a New York post, Mm -hmm. uh, like some of these outlets have reached out to doctors and all the doctors without Pharaoh, like, oh yeah, no, this guy's full of shit. Like he might think Mm -hmm. that he's doing anything. all the doctors are trying to be nice to him. They're like, you know what? He looks good for 45. He's never Mm going to be younger than that. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's, By the way, it's, I, time I, does so, not
2: move backwards. No. Like you were born and you just age and that mm-hmm. is it. Like we, we should do, do you certain think he, things.
0: Do you think he's done a podcast before? He lives in LA. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's rich. He lives in LA. He has delusional delusions and weird spending habits. He would die in my body in a day. Yeah. Just like
2: <laughs> he would suffocate know, like, from your lungs yes. <laughs> like oh my internally. god within
0: like within like the first 10 the first 15 minutes of my morning from waking up to like my second pot of my second coffee like literally i chug it in the morning while mm-hmm. i'm smoking he would die like that would kill mm-hmm. him
1: you know, I th- maybe you're his portrait of Dorian Gray, where his lung his oh, lungs are getting younger because yours are aging exponentially. <laughs> so you're just going in opposite directions. This might yeah. actually
0: this might work. This oh, is Venice, I wonder if he has a nice view. I imagine so. The, <laughs>
2: the homeless encampments on the beach in Venice. I'm sure it's great. Oh my gosh. I this guy, oh my gosh, he's just no, the, I'm sure he sure definitely like, want to do the podcast after listening to us. Like
1: <laughs> so and what strange. you said about the like how he, he has his four to five hours of concentrated thought where he doesn't want to be how bothered. pretentious. He doesn't want to be bothered. How, he doesn't want to have small talk. He doesn't want that's why he doesn't want a relationship. But he said he even referred to it, the protocol he has with his 17 year old son, Talmadge, um, mm-hmm. that he said that they basically have a system where they don't really speak to each other. They literally just go like sup as they walk past each other. Because you don't want to waste any time or thought. But this whole time I'm reading about all this blood swapping. I've not seen anything about if Talmadge also wants to live forever. Or if he's just like, my dad wants my blood. I'm a minor. I don't know what else. I can't leave. Like, okay, I guess I have to give my dad my blood. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, I don't know. Or the fa- or the seven-year-old father. is he also want to live forever? I don't know. A grandfather. I don't. I don't know.
0: I mean, he's clearly the relative with the money, so I think they're just going to play along with whatever. Yeah,
1: he no, wants. Tal- Talmadge has a lot of money coming his way. He's if he's like, okay, he wants no, he blood doesn't.
2: Sh- <laughs> no, he doesn't. Oh no, because no, that man doesn't think he's going uh, he like- to
1: die.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that that guy, um, I'm trying to. Th- I mean, I don't want to say things are going to end in a murder-suicide. However, I am going to say he went uh, only a few years ago. He was depressed and everything. And now he's on this kick where he's trying to Live forever, live perfectly. he has this grand vision of himself. You're not allowed to disturb him because of his d- big picture and deep thoughts, and he's t- kind of trying to play God in everyone's life, and I just feel like hes so he went from one extreme to the other, and it's just in a snap. I'd love to see him snap, are not you, in a violent you, way. are you but. saying
2: that if he wasn't rich, he would have been fifty one fifty
1: Yeah, yeah, I think he still should be fifty one fifty yes.
2: But I like think he's too reason... he's too rich well, in a way to like be 50 oh no no 50. yeah he doesn't Do get fifty one fifty
1: I mean? he goes to the hospital and they say he has uh, extreme dehydration that's right. they, that's the one where they don't they don't <laughs> say fifty it's they, remember Mariah Carey when she got sent to UCLA we we, mm-hmm. we talked about his dehydration we didn't Brittany got a fifty one fifty Mariah we just were like oh no she's just she's just relax what if, exhaustion what if this is, and dehydration
2: yeah it's always exhaustion and
0: dehydration.
2: What if this is his way to start a cult? Yeah, I mean it's very cult-like. To be honest with, think you about
0: it—the grand, heads. his mm-hmm. grand vision. that Yeah, to live himself forever. In such high regard.
2: To do, take all these yeah. things well, to do this my way. I can like all these thoughts, these big thoughts about things. To like that's kind of like almost like heaven's gate-ish in yeah. a sense. Even though that was a suicide cult, um, you know, this was like this, this could this be is the, very cult-like. The opposite ever, of a
0: suicide cult.
2: Yeah, <laughs> indigenous <laughs> servitude forever.
0: Have they discussed? Have they? Has he revealed who his medical team is? Because at two mil a year, he has a lot of um. What are those called? Like snake oil salesmen, yeah. sure, yes, charlatans. Yeah. Sher- yeah, 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 pandering to him. And I'd like to hear about this team and where, what, what. Online medical schools in the Caribbean—they got their licenses from because
2: mm-hmm. yeah, they yeah. found
1: a mark. They've got a mark. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I wish them the best. I wouldn't want to live in this world for another two hundred years. But you know what? Teach their own.
2: I hope he has fun on Raya. Like not getting
0: anybody. Yeah. From someone who wishes they would live forever to someone who wishes I would die.
1: That. <laughs> <laughs> That could be a
0: lot of people. You know. <laughs> I know. I was gonna say, let's help narrow it down. Yeah, yeah. What's going on with Bethany Frankel?
2: <laughs> what is going on with Bethany Frankel now? Well, apparently, she six months ago tried to sell a show to Bravo. Yeah. Um, and now she's now she wants to take Bravo down, right? Like,
0: oh yeah, that came that came out. Um, we know we've been discussing like every week her union effort mm-hmm. and as a, only months ago she was you you guys show me the article only months ago she was try she was still engaged in trying to sell shows to bravo mm-hmm. her her reality shows that are you know the yeah. same kind she now says are like human rights violations she was down for them last month and her show her show that she
1: pitched wasn't even particular i mean granted the exact details haven't really come out but essentially she it was gonna so it's gonna spotlight or be about like rich families and dramatic you know in in connecticut she basically was trying to make a real housewives of newport connecticut essentially. That's, that's Westport. Westport. West, what I say. Did I say Newport, excuse me, Westport. Um, and, but it was going to center around the main person was going to be Ava Murray. Who's a Susan Sarandon's daughter. Uh, I she NAC. lived
0: in like Sherman Oaks. I guess she lives I in Connecticut so. now with her family. I don't know. Yeah. They have a lot they have a, yeah. I, she, I, you know, I'm always the confused one, so I might I'll be like, "Oh, you're gonna be like, oh, it's Sharon Stone's daughter, idiot." Was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe they do live in
1: and yeah. and maybe she, I I don't know. I love Ava Murray as an actress. She was in Saved. She was fucking awesome.
2: Oh yeah, but
1: but I don't know how interesting oh, yeah. interesting she is as a person. She might be a show about her could be interesting. It could, you know, she. You know, like people didn't think much of when the Osborns were coming out. People were like, oh, Ozzy Osbourne's going to have a show. And then look what that turned into. So you never know. But mm-hmm. you know, the whole reason Bravo was even thinking about it is for like, but Susan Sarandon's going to be part of it, right? Like the crazy grandma is just going to pop in because otherwise, why do we care
0: about this? Bravo yeah. loves the scene stealing mother mm-hmm. and Susan Sarandon. I imagine. Mm-hmm. I think she could. I think she could go toe to toe with Vita from Shaw's or Mama D from Dallas. I mm-hmm. think, yeah, yeah. Susan but that's would the crazy.
2: Like, I think that like there's a part of me that's like, oh yeah, like oh my god, Bethany, I can't believe you did that. But then at the same time, I'm like, well, if that's six months ago, in my opinion, I feel that is kind of enough time to maybe change your mind about something. So I'll give. I will give Bethany a little bit of like leeway on that. Do you, do you know I what I mean? To like, no. like, that's fine. I'm cool with that. Um, <laughs> I'll give her a little bit of leeway. But this is the thing that I that I can't give her any leeway on is that the fact that like she picked an attorney to to rep her in this whole like you know reality TV stars union. Let's let's you know hook up with SAG and WGA. And she, she hires an attorney who has taken over Los Angeles Magazine, apparently, and is doing, is stiffing his writers and allegedly, I'm going to say that allegedly, <laughs> all over mm-hmm. the place. But apparently Mark Garagos has bought Los Angeles Magazine. He's been
0: accused of. That's well, no, he has, bought, he has bought, he
2: uh, has bought the Los Angeles Magazine. Yeah, yeah. And has now changed it he's gotten rid of the editor-in-chief he's gotten rid of the executive in chief like he's changed a whole bunch of stuff and now he's making it more allegedly advertorial as opposed to like editorial and is wanting to he's paying allegedly he's only paying his freelance writers 75 cents per word where he where they Mm -hmm. used to be paid $1 per word. And apparently they changed the uh, payment schedule for freelancers as opposed to a 30 day payout, a 60 day payout. And, but they're still not paying freelancers apparently, allegedly, according to this, and according to Daily Beast and uh, the Hollywood Reporter. So yeah, I'm just like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're trying to go to, go to bat For reality stars saying that they're getting screwed over on money and everything, just like WGA writers and SAG and AFTRA actors. But at the same time, you're treating your own writers and employees at Los Angeles Magazine the way that big wigs at studio networks are.
0: So. an awful reality TV monster who's trying <laughs> to unionize reality TV has hired as her as her workers' rights attorney an attorney accused of violating workers' rights. Yep, allegedly all over that place. It i sue me into the ground. But I yes. can't
1: believe you're, <laughs> you're questioning the moral compass of a man who defended Scott Peterson. I can't mm-hmm. believe no. No, and Chris and Brown. I imagine, yeah. I so I mean, he's a good, seems like a, a perfectly good person. Yeah,
2: to me. everybody needs defending, and you know, my father's a criminal defense attorney, so I'll say it. Up. This is kind of my thing. Apparently, one of the allegedly one of the things they want to do with Los Angeles Magazine is is turn it into like more celebrity oriented. This new editor that they've brought in used to do, um, uh, or like executive in chief used to do. Los do angelino magazine and some other very like celebrity forward magazines and, mm-hmm. and so but the thing is is that Los Angeles magazine is known for. Not necessarily engaging in the celebrity world in Los Angeles because we already have variety. We have the Hollywood Reporter. We have like, now we have like plenty of like online media stuff. We have podcasts to talk about celebrities. You don't necessarily need a a magazine, a Los Angeles magazine to talk about celebrities. Like they're here, not not for the person who lives in Los Angeles. I love Los Angeles magazine because you would have like interesting expose stories. Also the whole restaurant section.
0: It was one of the
2: mm -hmm. best. I mean, like, honestly, I, I I use that instead of Yelp all the time because. I
0: grew up like my grandma has, has, um, I remember being a kid and flipping through the Like I didn't know the articles, but the restaurant guide always interested me.
2: It's great. It's a great restaurant guide. And they're wanting to make it pay for play. Basically. And I was like, absolutely fucking not! Like, no, you can't do that to this to this institution. And I get it; publishing is having you know issues, and they're trying to like change things and bring it up. So I, I get that there are issues there, and you need to find revenue in order to keep it going. But Los Angeles doesn't need a celebrity magazine. Los Angeles yeah. does not need it's it's endemic. To, this is endemic to Los Angeles here.
0: I'm wondering. It sounds to me like this is a very Twitter elon musk situation Mm -hmm. where mark yuragos is cutting pay delaying pay changing the rule he came in and is slashing budgets and screwing workers Mm -hmm. and so i wonder how much money is in there or Mm -hmm. how much revenue i don't know what the finances are of that magazine but it doesn't sound very promising no it's always been like a nice coffee i call it like a coffee table magazine yeah that's the, that's the essence of Bethany. Yeah. I mean, that's what Bethany, I mean, I know I talk about her a lot and not in the greatest light, but I find her to be so hip. But who was it? Who said it this time? I read this quote online. Who's not, who's not taking part? Leah Black from Miami, the mm-hmm. original real house of Miami. She, they were, she was asked if she's participating as a former housewife in Bethany's, uh, pro boycott. You need, whatever she said. No, and she can't imagine someone to be as ungrateful as Bethany to like to to try punishing the company that gave her the opportunity and everything she has today.
2: Uh-huh. And so
0: she is such a hypocrite. I mean, Candy
2: Burris is another one too. She's not going to. Oh, she's not going to. Candy do shouldn't.
0: It. Candy. Mm-hmm. Candy shouldn't. Kyle shouldn't. I don't expect them to. Bravo's very has been very good to them. Um, she's going I think Bethany's trying to get kind of like former housewives, people might who, who might be angry, but Leah Black had a great perspective on it. Bravo gave her the platform for everything she has today. How can she be so ungrateful to like demonize them when she like we said she was pitching a show earlier? earlier this year just a matter of months ago so it's only because i think the door at bravo is closed on her that she's trying to burn it down
2: mm-hmm. yeah i think i feel like there was one other housewife that i heard a big housewife who is like not gonna do it either maybe mm. like an orange county one like maybe like Tamara or somebody like that i don't know don't don't quote me on that
0: Tamara's another one who, sh- who shouldn't because they've been very good to her. Mm-hmm. I and mean, that's like, I'm not saying like, I mean, it would be nice if they did a stand-up for the underdog, but I would absolutely not expect them to. And Bethany is in the same boat. They've been very good to her. Mm-hmm. She's well, not the kind yeah. of housewife
2: I mean, that and can I,
0: claim to be scorned.
2: And like we said on a previous one, I don't disagree. Like, A, I believe there needs to be union... Uni- unionizing behind the scenes in reality tv actually Nate you weren't here for this episode cuz you were you were ill but like there needs to be unionizing behind the scenes um within within every aspect in my opinion because reality tv um Crew members get mm-hmm. effed over all the time from the very beginning. Even and I started in casting, and that's the very beginning of this. But all over, all over the place, they get they get screwed over, and there needs to be a lot more protection, whether it's a union or not, but more protection for people on the shows. I absolutely one hundred percent agree with it. So I don't want anybody to think that we are not agreeing with unionation, union unionification, whatever the word is going to be, unionizing, unionizing yeah, yeah. <laughs> for reality television what we're just saying is that bethany frankel is not necessarily the person to like be that leader you know what i mean i would rather i would rather jeff probst be that leader do you know what i mean like for him to be like look i was the you know especially to go up against mark Burnett, but to be like i was the host of this show for so many years yes i did really great with it and but I see what happens to people, or something like that. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Maybe not even a. Format.
0: Bethany being the face of the housewives' unionization movement is like Mel Gibson being the face of the anti defamation league. <laughs> it's like, it's like a great message. They are just that one person who should not yeah. be representing the movement or the cause. Mm-hmm. So,
1: you know, the I th- I think the face of the cause should be Flavor Flav and Brigitte Nielsen. <gasps> I would I would follow them. I would follow them into hell.
0: Angie Dickinson, or, I'm sorry, Angie, Jan, Jan, I get their names like there are Janus like Dickinson. six of them. Janice Dickinson.
2: Oh no, Janice Dickinson's too crazy too. Sorry.
0: I will, I Allegedly, know, but I. I
2: but yeah. But oh my God. Yeah, Flavor Flav and Pre- Oh, that was such, I love this real life. What a,
1: what a wild God. time to, didn't they, didn't they, have a spinoff too? Didn't they? The yeah, they did. Them, yeah. They started on the surreal life, but then they had, yeah, then they fell in love. Yeah. God. Man, that, what a, what a wild time to be alive. Dude. That was uh, the rock day. of that love.
2: With uh, Michaels. Oh my God. That uh, show was so good too. With so his doll hair, his
1: shows. weird doll hair.
2: <gasps> so weird. So weird. But that's also, so, 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 I don't know. I give him a pass on that a little bit. A, you're, you're, a former rock star who had beautiful like gold blowing locks, and then you're losing your hair—that sucks. Yeah. B, also being a type one diabetic can make you more prone to losing your hair, mm-hmm. and that's so. Is that I, our I excuse Nate?
1: Being type yeah. <laughs> both type one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's. I'll, let's go with that one,
2: Bethany. If you really want to be serious, I would say, and you really want to like get the people on your side, get a new lawyer
0: <laughs> to
2: represent you on this. Get a new lawyer, do some PR cleanup on this.
0: Yeah. If you, please, by the way, if you want to come after us, don't do it legally because we have nothing. You're going to waste your time and your money. But if you do want to come after us, which I understand, do so on our social media. Blast us on a public forum. Put it in writing on
2: a public forum.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, if you would like to do that, please head on over. Instagram and TikTok is at Pretty Corrupt Podcast. Twitter is at Pretty Corrupt One. Excuse me, it's X X. X. (laughs) I'm sorry, you just
2: said that three times. Is that porn? I don't know. We might get flagged.
0: Yes. (laughs) And there you could find all our personal ones, but if we're really like individually, even more financially pathetic. So feel free to blast us out. <laughs> and then, of course, rate, subscribe, follow, and review the Pretty Corrupt Podcast. Five stars. Um, Links to a GoFundMe you want to set up for us because we might need legal defense <laughs> after this episode. <laughs>
2: Let's start a GoFundMe page.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to share. So who wants to say goodbye? Yippee
2: yay PCPers. no one can do it like we do it, like no one can do it like we do it, like
1: we do it like we do it.